Rabbit, rabbit, it's the first of the month. Hey, 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 my real time with Nichelle gang. So I'm here to talk to you guys um, just about so much that's on my mind. So I'm not too sure what this episode is going to be called, but I'm sure by the end of the episode, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> so let's jump right into the biggest topic that I wanted to talk about um, is just feeling doubt and um, feeling not so successful after something that you feel like you should have felt successful doing. I don't know if I'm even explaining this properly. Sorry for the noise. Y'all. I'm trying to move this light. It's blinding me. Um, I don't really know if I'm even explaining this properly, but I'm just going to jump straight into it. So today or yesterday, I threw my fourth pop-up shop and (laughs) I'm going to be transparent. I legit after the pop-up shop and everything was over with, your girl came home. And had a full-blown anxiety attack. Like, one of the worst anxiety attacks that I've had in a really long time. Like, and it's like, don't get me wrong. The pop-up shop was not horrible. Of course, me being me um, and doing this all by myself, literally, Let me tap into the background of these pop-up shops. So um, I put a flyer out. I say, hey, I'm having a pop-up shop. If you are interested, hit me up. I'll let you know the details. After you get the details, if you and I both feel as though this is a good fix, let's move forward. Let you be a part of this pop-up shop. The reasons for these pop-up shops Sorry, y'all, for the noise again. I'm trying to move this light. Okay, perfect. Okay, the reason for these pop-up shops are simply to put on small businesses that I believe, and I'm sure other people believe, deserves the limelight. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of small businesses in the DMV area, specifically in our Baltimore area, don't get the respect, the limelight, the shine, the attention that they deserve. They're really great vendors. They have really amazing product. Um, So I feel like that's just, I, I believe that it's a great thing to do. I need to make a disclosure before I continue that doing these pop-up shops cost me more money <laughs> than... I get in return. So I've said this multiple times that I don't do these things for the money. Because if I did, I would be charging $100 to $150 for a slot. If I really wanted to make my money back. These six foot, eight foot tables that I put out, all 54 of them, I had to go pay for them out of my pocket. Yes, of course. There's a fee that I have the vendors pay. 
Never charged over $50 for a fee. And even with that, I negotiated prices with people. Um, I've negotiated payment plans. I've negotiated a lot. I love doing these because hearing people say, oh my goodness, I made this much money. Oh my goodness, I sold out today. Oh my goodness, I networked with 25 other people. That's amazing to me. And to just see it all unfold in front of my eyes is also amazing to me. Now, I didn't go to school for pop-up shops. I don't have a degree in pop-up shops. Again, this is something that I do simply out of kindness of my heart. And because I am doing it all on my own. And when I say all on my own, I put the flyers out. I book the vendors. I speak to the vendors. I may or may have someone who assists me time to time. I would say four times out of like 90 for things that I need to do. And I appreciate them for that because they do what they can. Because granted, those four things out of the 90, granted, I would love to have 90 things to do in 94. <laughs> so I appreciate it. It's responding to certain emails that I just simply don't have the strength or energy to respond to, um, reaching out to certain locations to do certain things. So I, I do have help but I don't have enough help. And again, like I said, I do it all on my own. I book the tables. I pay for the tables. Again, for every vendor, I'm going to get, I'm going to get personal with y'all. And I'm going to tell y'all a reason why I'm getting personal a little later, but every vend, every table that I pay for, I paid over $300 for tables. On top of twenty-five to $3,500 for the haul. On top of tablecloths. On top of DJ. Making sure this event is not just a pop-up shop. That people actually want to... Making it an event that people actually want to come out to. Gift baskets for their kids for free. A $1 entry. Like things like that. That makes people actually want to come out and be a part of this. So I take pride in everything that I do for these events. Long story short, I um I lost where I was going, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> oh no 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 okay I, I'm back on track so where I was going is there's so many different things that come into these pop-up shops that are a part of them and a lot of people don't respect that no granted I'm not talking about people who have to pull up because pull out because things come up and life happens no I understand those things so I'm not upset about those things um, I'm talking more so about people, sorry y'all, people who have no consideration of what I do and people who don't consider my time or anything like that. It's just so, it's so bothersome. Um, so I'm just going to get straight to the point because I feel like I'm kind of dancing around and I, I do that a lot when I'm, 
afraid to get straight to the point because I'm afraid that what I might say be too might be too blunt for people. But then again, it's my podcast, so I'm gonna just have to. Um, but anyway, so today at the pop up shop, I did a vendor giveaway. Um, eventually, I was gonna do two hundred dollars, but when I realized what I put into having to get a U-Haul, having to get the tables, the tables located from point A to point B, and then realizing that, oh, wow, this pop-up shop is on a weekend. Nowhere is open to rent tables on a Saturday or Sunday, so I have to pick up tables on a Friday, and I have to return them on a Monday. So I have to have these, these tables and the truck from Friday to Monday. So that's money. Um, and I'm like, again, I'm not saying that, oh, the money is just such a big thing, but again, I'm making a point and you guys will see my point. Um, on top of that, <laughs> paying for tables for people who just decide to not show up instead of not communicating. That is the problem. How do you pay for something, reserve something and just not show up? No communication, anything. That mind boggles me. And then on top of that, the people that I had to cancel on my end because there's no communication. Like I said, if I tell you that I need this by this date and you don't give it to me and then I still give you three extra days to give it to me and you don't, you're removed from my event. It is my event. I look up to no one. And I hate that I have to kind of be so snappy with it. But at the end of the day, I had to realize that. I let people walk over me, pop up shop one through three. Pop-up shop four? <laughs> no, ma'am. I was prepared to not be ran over. So I decided to give out $100, um, 100 of my dollars. <laughs> not saying that like, oh, $100 is $20 or $100 is not a lot. Or it is a lot. But it was of my dollars. I also filled up $20 of these 20 Insta baskets with dollars and $2 for kids. Like, there's a lot that I put into this. And it all came from the kindness of my heart. But when something that comes from the kindness of my heart is being diminished and played upon and talked about negatively, I'm going to address it. And that's just that. And I think that's just something I'm always going to do. Um someone one of some of my good friends overheard someone saying oh my gosh a hundred dollars that's it what's a hundred dollars a hundred dollars <laughs> if someone told me that I got a hundred dollars today I would be ecstatic and it's crazy because I asked multiple of my vendors how much money should I give away for the vendor giveaway I heard twenty dollars I heard gift cards. Nowhere did I hear 100 or nor 200, which is what I was originally going to do. But I decided to snap it back a few because I had to pay for two trucks because I had 54 tables, you know. So it just kind of made me feel some type of way to hear that. One of my vendors that I believe to be a really good vendor and a respectful vendor have such negative things to say about someone who was helping you. I'm not sure if it's because you didn't sell as much, um, which I'm also going to speak on. 
How do you come to a pop-up shop? How do you come to an event and you don't promote yourself? Or you promote yourself three days before? You knew about this pop-up shop in January. The pop-up shop was April 30th. I shop with Fashion Nova once a year. But every single freaking day, Fashion Nova do not let me forget that they're there. If I ever need to be like, oh, I need a dress for next month. Oh, I need some new leggings. Oh, I need this. Fashion Nova. Why? Because they promote themselves. So when it came down to this event, I saw that a lot of people didn't promote themselves. Not saying these people didn't do well. Not saying these people didn't um, have the exposure or the networking that they that they got. But I can see the difference. Oh boy, I could see the difference walking around the room and looking like, oh, I remember she never posted anything. I re- oh, I remember she posted something back in February. Oh, he never posted anything. But you just come to this event thinking that everybody's going to know what you're about. Granted, there may be. But you also got to realize the people coming to this event are coming for someone. A lot of these people don't just pull off from, from the street. It's being promoted. And I get it. I understand that some you might invite 40 people and one might show up. But again, that's when you promote yourself. I saw this one guy walking around with keychains and everything, promoting them. We got keychains, we got this, we got that, we got this. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, this pop-up shop was amazing to me. I believe that it went very well. I believe we had a pretty good time. Um, I believe money was made in the room for people who wanted to make money. Um, And I appreciate everybody who came out. For the ones who believe that $20 wasn't, I mean, $100 wasn't enough for a vendor giveaway, Trust me, when I get to the point where I have more organization from my vendors um, and even more organization on my end, because trust me, it gets a little unorganized when it's just me. Again, I told you I make the flyers, book the tables, book the U-Haul, talk to the vendors, make sure I know what size table each and every vendor needs, and make sure I also know what special requests each and every vendor needs. Like every single vendor, if you had a special request, it was fulfilled. You needed two tables. You needed an eight foot. You needed a six foot. You needed to be in a specific location. I made other people mad because I made sure my vendors who told me they needed to be in a specific location was in that location. So I had other people who like, but why can't I be back there? Because I promised someone who told me specifically that they want to be in this location. So I'm going to put them there. I'm not going to go back on my word. I had a great time. I appreciate everybody who came out. Shout out to SheQT who won the $100. Thank you girls so much. Thank you so much also for being so excited about it. it. It just warmed my heart to see that I could just give you extra from whatever you made that day. If you made a lot, if you made a little, if you made none, I was able to add two 
whatever that was. And that made me feel good. Um, whether it was somebody asked, oh, shoot, I don't care if it was $20. That's gas money. Far, far brand. Except that. And it's like, thank you. I appreciate those type of people who are like, granted, damn, it was $20, but but I gave out $100 cash <laughs> out of my bank account. Went to the bank and pulled that money out for you, for y'all to give away just as a thank you for my last pop-up shop. And to hear people saying, oh, that's not enough. And to hear just sly comments from certain people, it's completely fine. There's, of course, no hurt behind anything. It just makes me realize the type of people who I really am doing business with rather than who I really thought I was doing business with. Like, that's a complete difference. Um, but shout out to RJ. He lugged in 54 tables by himself. And he lugged them hoes right back out and put them on the truck. Oh my goodness, but into my real topic of this show, and hopefully this episode does not go too long because your girl is a little tipsy, okay? So we're going to take a quick break, <laughs> take a quick break, and I'll be back with you guys. Okay, guys, I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness, my mouth feels so much better. <laughs> My mouth was so freaking dry. Okay, but I am back and um, I want to just get straight into the topic. So this episode is not super duper long for no reason. But um, so have you guys ever felt like depressed, stressed, not empty? I'm, I'm not empty, but I'm going to say empty, not not empty. But you ever felt empty, stressed, depressed, not satisfied? down, not accomplished, all of those self-doubt things after you have accomplished something, something that you've been trying to accomplish, um, some some goal that you've had. And that's kind of how I thought about this pop-up shop. For the past month, I haven't slept at all um, because I'm planning consistently making sure I'm communicating properly and I'm getting communication properly. Um, just regular work, my whole nine to five, that is not really nine to five, is freaking 11 to eight sometimes, seven days a week, depending on if I'm doing overtime. It's just my daily life is a lot. Um, on top of just trying to be such a neat freak that I am and coming home and having insomnia and not really sleeping because there's just so much on my mind. There's just a lot. It's just a lot. So being though I've been putting my anxiety off literally for about a month because I've been feeling so many different waves of anxiety for literally a month and I've kind of just been pushing it back, pushing it back. Like you're fine. Drink some water, breathe, work out a little bit ignore it and you know when you keep like burying something deeper and deeper and deeper y'all know it's not good it's a bomb it's a ticking time bomb it explodes and that was me today like after the pop-up shop after everyone telling me how amazing 
of a time they had thanking me for just doing such a great job, giving me so many compliments on the pop-up shop. For some reason, of course, you dwell on not, I can't even say dwell. You, you take heed to the negative comments, of course, and the negative criticism towards yourself. I criticize myself so bad. I'm like, oh, this setup is so annoying. It was in a different spot than normal, but it was in the same area. It was just so much that I wish I could change. Throughout the whole event, um, there was, I'm going to say it. Um, like I said, this is my podcast. This is me. This is true. This is this is real. Real time with Nichelle. <laughs> There's a handful of vendors that I will not do business with again. And it simply comes down to multiple times, multiple events of them not being active um, or just certain attitudes or certain comments and this is my business. This is my name. This is my, this is me. This is all me. And I'm actually looking at a future in event planning and project management and things like that. So this is a possible career for me. And of course, Nichelle takes constructive criticism very well, but none of the criticism that I received was constructive besides the things that I've already constructed myself um, in my head, that I've already gave myself that criticism and told myself to, to correct for next time. So things were just negative. It was just negative. It was, it was a very different vibe um, in the room as I walked around, as I spoke to people. Granted, I'm not saying everyone gave me bad vibes and you know but there was there was definitely quite a handful um but again I really want to appreciate and thank everybody who came out and put their best foot forward um bear with me worked with me understood that this is a one woman event besides my wonderful strong boyfriend who loads in tables I appreciate you guys a lot. It definitely means a lot. Um, but that feeling empty, feeling depressed and not feeling well after you've succeeded on something that you should feel good about. I was looking into it and it's called a rival fallacy and it operates according to the premises that as you work towards a goal, you come to expect that you will reach it. And you're expecting this goal to go exactly how you want it to in your head. And when things start to fall out of place and not go the way, of course, you want it to, you start to feel different ways and you start to feel like you failed. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I felt like I failed. I came home and I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Like, I didn't feel a sense of, oh, okay, this went great. I felt a sense of, oh, so many things went wrong. And so many people will say, Michelle, you did a great job. You did amazing. And I really appreciate you guys. And I'm taking that criticism in and I'm 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 sticking with it. And I'm I'm grateful for you guys in my life to speak that positivity in me, especially when I need it the most. 
Um, but yeah, I'm done getting soft and everything. I definitely wanted to end this off with um, just a quote that succeeding requires one set of skills. Managing success is a completely different set of skills, skill management. And when I when I read that, I came to some type of peace level in my mind to say, I succeeded. <laughs> I put on a pop-up shop for 50 vendors. What? 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 <laughs> I did that, y'all. Did that. And granted of me not making, of course, a bunch of money from this and me not possibly even getting the exposure that I expect to receive, I did everything that I could. Um, I can say 75% of the people and shoppers that came to this pop-up shop came because of me. (laughs) Show face because of me. And um, they show face to show love. And that right there hit different. To look across the room and see that if my people didn't come, this pop-up shop probably wouldn't have been nowhere near as successful as it did. And I appreciate the people who came out to support our vendors and bought things from people who you didn't initially come for. I appreciate it. Um, it was a great night. Again, of course, I said it was a wonderful night. I had a great time. Not even night. It was a day. It was a wonderful day. <laughs> I had a great time. 2024 will be back, y'all. 2024. I know people are like, Michelle, come on now. Not 2024. Of course, I'm going to be doing and orchestrating small, very small, intimate pop-up shops throughout the summer. Um, I'm thinking maybe two, uh, probably one for fall, one for summer within this year. 2023, I'm probably going to take a complete break and work on getting like project management certification so that I can, you know, dig a little deeper into event planning and just planning projects all together. And I can build a team because um, a team is something that I've just truly, honestly believe that would help take us to a completely different level. Real Time with Nichelle is more than a podcast. Um, I'm getting involved in the community. I want to do small events for communities and have vendors be there to still be able to make money while we're supporting the community. Things like that. So, of course, this is not the end of the pop-up shop. So, at the end of Real Time with Nichelle at all, this this podcast is probably going to go on for like, 50-something seasons. (laughs) Of course, we're still in our bonus episode segment, so I have not came out with an official date for season three, but it'll be out soon. I did also want to shed a little light on a podcast that I just started to listen to, B. Simone and her best friend, Megan. The podcast is called No For Sure. Sorry, y'all. I need water again. Too much liquor. I hope that was not a big gulp. <laughs> I'll know when I play it back. But um, yes, 
please check out the No For Sure podcast. Like that podcast is something that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> it's really great. It's really, it's really great. It's really authentic. I love it. I just, I, there, there's just not even much more I can say besides I love it. It's a really great podcast and I really want y'all to check it out. It's on YouTube and it's on Apple Music. I listen to those both. I'm not sure else, but I'm pretty sure all major platforms. Before I end this episode off, because I've been talking for a long time, probably like almost an hour. No, not really, but probably like 40 minutes. What I wanted to do and just address before we end this off is um, just not really looking for others for validation for yourself. And I had to reteach myself that lesson today. Um, I was expecting more validation than I did get. And not saying I didn't get people telling me I did a great job because I did. I got a lot of people telling me. Um, but I'm just set in my ways and I expect things to be completely perfect. And when they go wrong and I see that they're wrong, I know everybody else sees that they're wrong. Um, and that's why I just, I just, I had so much built up anxiety, so much pressure just built up in my mind. And when I got home and I was just able to be in my comfort zone, I broke down y'all. And I just want to speak on mental health for a second, like I always do. It's important, Nichelle, as I talk to myself, it's really important. Um, For this whole entire month, I've neglected my mental health. I've put it on the back burner. And when you do that, it's not like you can just recuperate by just moving that mental health back to the front burner with just one stroke of emotion. You you got to put in work, physical, mental work. Um, so I'm going to do that. Put in that physical, mental, spiritual work, emotional work, physical work, <laughs> all of that to repair my mental. Um, not saying that I'm horrible off, but... Like I said, I neglected myself and my mental for the whole month of April. I'm not even going to lie. I would say, honestly, for the whole entire year. But there's been times where I gave myself that self-care, so I don't technically believe for a whole year. But at least for this this month of April, I've I've neglected my, my mental health. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm not doing it anymore. I appreciate everybody again for coming out. Oh my goodness, I had a great time. It was such a great time. All of the shoppers, you guys just made me smile. The vendors, you made me smile. I appreciate it. I can't say enough how many times. I appreciate it. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming out. Stay tuned for more updates from Real Time with Michelle. More podcasts, more events, of course. It's not over. Um, and again, thank you guys so much for listening whenever you are, day or night. Stay safe. Love you guys. If you don't like me, you don't have to fool with me. But you don't have to talk about me or treat me mean. 
I don't have to treat you mean. I just stay out of your way. That's the way we work that one. Before we get out of here, I just wanted to do a quick show talks on um, just giving you guys a little motivation um, and also giving myself that push and motivation that I need. Um, so like I said, this topic was more so just about not really feeling the best um, after feeling success or, you know, kind of feeling just eh after you've reached that point in your life where you've crossed the finish line of something you've been waiting to cross. Um and it's like the discomfort of pursuit and that ambitiousness that you feel. Um, it's like you kind of want to do more. You kind of feel like, okay, I did this. Now what's next? And you feel like you should be continuing to do more. But it's like, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to realize like it's not over. During this break, I can plan what's next. I don't have to immediately jump into what's next. And I think that's something that I struggle with. Um, and I also, I do things to keep me busy. Um, so I get in my head a lot. I get a lot of, um, depressive thoughts, uh, anxiety, all of that. So when it comes to me personally, I'm down to do anything to take my mind off of life. (laughs) So if that means planning something, um, or having an event or just being around people sometimes or just toning out to music, whatever it is that's going to take my mind off of reality, I'm with it 125%, not even 110, 125%. Um, and I feel like we've kind of did that because we don't know exactly what to do next once we've spent all of our energy on this one goal. Um, it also, honestly, truly has a lot to do with just burnout being burnt out from just so many things, (laughs) so many things you could just, just feel burnt out from just your personal life. Um, and then your work life and then your extracurricular life. Me personally, I'm burnt out from all three. And I told myself, I'm going to take May to really get in tone with myself, really get in tune with, um, what I really want for myself, what my next steps in life are, instead of just jumping into doing something right away. Like, let me sit down, really think about it and plan it. And while I'm doing that, of course, I'm going to still go to work, still make money, still keep my life and my daily life going. But, you know, you just kind of, everything doesn't have to be a consistent thing. You can have pauses in life because that's when you have maybe your best ideas. I also believe that when you feel like you reach that goal, you feel like it doesn't really prove to be everything that you thought it would be. And that's another thing that I struggle with. Um, I didn't expect for this event to go the way that it did. And again, I did, it didn't go horrible. Um, but when you have something set in your head for it to go away and it don't go that way, ooh, ooh, it feels, ugh, mm. But anyway, I'm, I I believe that if you are feeling and you have achieved something um, that you've just been trying to get done for a long time, no matter if it's losing five pounds, throwing a whole event, um, having a conversation with somebody that you just, you know, never expected, whatever it is on whatever spectrum it leads from being minor or major, it's okay and it's understandable to feel that mix of burnout and exhaustion and feeling drained rather than happy and elated. (laughs) 
after getting that, like that, that, that thing done, you know, cause you feel like, okay, what's next? And you feel like you have to know what's next when in reality you don't, whether it is exhaustion or anger or whatever, whenever you pinpoint why you, why you feel the way you do, figure out how to manage it. From there, you can help overcome so many different things to help you get out of that that space that you're in and get back to where you're feeling excited about, you know, your accomplishments and feeling excited about, your, you know, everything that you do. Enjoy what you did. Take a rest, literally. Like, after this podcast, y'all, I am literally going MIA. It's the beginning of May. I am going to focus on my health, my mental health, my body, my finances, and upgrading my career. <laughs> That's my goal for the next 30 days. And I feel as though by June 1st, I need to have something. My body, my mental my finances, my job situation, something has to be elevated within the next 30 days. Or again, I'm going to feel like a failure. (laughs) But all jokes aside, no, we really need to, I I really need to, I keep saying we, including y'all in my bullshit, y'all probably going through life perfectly fine. And it's just me. But if y'all feel me and you feel and you understand where I'm coming from, please let me know. Let me know that I'm not the only one. Like, let me know. (laughs) let me know but again thank you guys for listening this is the end for real of the podcast (laughs) i'm pretty sure this podcast is definitely almost an hour but again thank you guys always for listening supporting your girl continue to share the pod while we are on the little hiatus and waiting for season three date to drop because i'm dropping with a youtube video shot i cannot wait i'm so excited y'all i'm pumped i'm about to be on youtube maybe i can make some youtube money because i heard they be making some money Anyway, I'm going to be, I'm tired. I've had a long day, um, a long draining day of anxiety attack, anxiety feeling, talking to a whole bunch of freaking people. I'm ready for bed. Oh my God. And I lost my card. I lost my freaking bank card. And the other card that I have simply, M&T changed my PIN number without my authorization. So I don't know my PIN number. And because I entered it wrong too many times because I thought it was the original pen, they blocked me on my account until I can go inside of a bank. I hate it here. This is what I do for a living. I understand now why people get so irritated when it really is them and they're not doing fraud. (laughs) Anyway, bye y'all. Love you.